Ah, dear listeners, as so often happens, I once again find myself on an aeroplane, wending my way across the globe. Travel seems to be an inseparable aspect of my job, and the tedious time spent trapped in a soaring metal tube is just another of the numerous inconveniences I'm willing to suffer in furtherance of my career. This prompts me to reflect on just what makes a career, and why we seem so prepared to work like a dog, compromising our comfort, convenience, and sanity itself in its pursuit. A natural starting point might be to ask just what the difference between a job and a career is in the first place. Due to the lack of readily available reference material at 30,000 feet, I cannot cite any authoritative sources, but that will hardly stop me from making pompous pedagogy on the matter. I see it thusly. A job is an instance of employment, where one does work in exchange for material reward. A career, on the other hand, is a series of jobs or positions that build upon each other. In this sense, a career has a sense of progress towards some goal, of accumulated achievement. Consequently, a career often ties into the dog-eat-dog world of the corporate and civil service ladder. In some sense, our careers start long before we even enter the workforce. Our academic merit in school strongly determines the course that our future working life can take. High academic performance grants the widest opportunities for admission into courses of study that are required for most professional careers. It's unsurprising, then, that many driven students develop diligence early and work extremely hard in pursuit of their long-term goals. Many of the best years of our lives will be sacrificed upon the altar of scholastic achievement in the hopes of landing that desirable job. And once you land that first job, the personal deprivation only increases. There simply isn't enough time in a day to do all that a competitive job demands, plus the necessities of daily living, plus juggling the relationship and a family on top of that. Even if there ever was enough time, the competitive nature of most careers means that the expectations would simply be raised until the balancing act becomes nearly impossible once more. And that's the thing about careers. It's often the case that if you won't make the sacrifices expected for your job, someone else out there will. Thus, we have created a working culture that consumes the individual, innately hostile to anything outside the pursuit of work-related activities. It is this recognition that made the concept of work-life balance a much-discussed concept in the mid-90s. There was a growing realization that if you drive your employees to commit 100% of their existence to work, burnout was inevitable and unprofitable. Of course, work-life balance isn't just about getting enough sleep to not be dog-tired all the time. It also concerns maintaining your mental health through time with friends and family and decompressing doing stimulating non-work activity. In reality, though, anyone who is able to push harder and do that extra hour at the office will still come out ahead, and many businesses, and Australian academia coincidentally, never got the memo that a well-rested and happy workforce is a productive workforce. You might wonder then, why do we even bother with demanding careers in the first place? Surely, if we were all just satisfied with our basic jobs, we wouldn't be so worried about climbing the ladder or getting ahead in the rat race. It certainly sounds less stressful. After all, what's the point of working if you don't enjoy living? To be sure, the answer to that question is complex. However, on a basic level, it can be said that working at pretty much any entry-level job sucks. Little money, no security, no respect. In contrast, a career can provide those things. After five years in a profession, most people are earning enough money to reasonably expect to pay off a home in their lifetimes. However, I suspect that that is not enough. There are plenty of people with very developed careers that are entirely unrewarding monetarily. I suspect the answer lies in the intangible benefits of a career. Oftentimes, the nature of an advanced profession is personally rewarding. 
such as that of doctors, artists, or engineers, where the creative and philanthropic aspects are especially relevant to the goals of the professional. So too does working in an environment with like-minded and motivated colleagues provide an enriching experience. Certainly one of the best things about being an academic or engineer is the opportunity to discuss interesting technical topics that are completely inaccessible or uninteresting for the layman. And perhaps that's the core of it. One generally does not invest decades of life into a field that offers nothing to sustain the soul. How sad must be the person who labours at a career only for money. But, as a wise sage once said, if you find a job you truly love, you'll never work again. And that said, what else are we going to do with our time anyway? As for me, I'm well aware of why I work so hard to maintain my career in robotics. Working an easier job makes me boring at parties. This is Kel's Wonderful Life, where it's always a dog's life, guaranteed. Guaranteed.